Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP and today is the 20th of June, the very first day of the week and Bitcoin and the overall cryptocurrency market is not looking good at all. We are definitely in a bear market. 2022 has definitely not been an ideal start for cryptocurrencies and for the entire general world as well if you look at things happening between Russia and Ukraine, quite a lot of chaos and surprisingly, the Russian ruble value is up especially since the start of this month. Stock market is down and comparatively, cryptocurrency market is doing a little bit better. In case of Terra Luna, the best example I can think of is a brilliant video which is put up by Ray Dalio where he actually explains how one person's spending is another person's income. Similarly, one person's loss is also another person's loss and usually there is a domino effect. Now Terra Luna had wiped off roughly 45 to 50 billion dollars off from the cryptocurrency market, but the overall impact is definitely much larger. And there are other funds and projects that had heavily invested in Terra Luna and Celsius Network is one of them which seems to be in deep trouble. Also 3 Arrow Capital. 3 Arrow Capital is a crypto hedge fund and they have heavily invested in projects, numerous projects. Terra Luna, definitely one of them. So it looks like because of Terra Luna, Celsius Network and 3 Arrow Capital are severely affected by this crisis. So in today's episode, we are going to be briefly talking about this. And in this episode, I would also like to pose some serious questions about why Bitcoin was created in the first place. And taking a question from Elon Musk. When it comes to money, who do we trust? Do we trust politicians or do we trust billionaires? And if you look at it and if you're being extremely critical of Bitcoin, early adopters, billionaires and multimillionaires have been benefited the most by Bitcoin. So I'll be discussing that in today's episode as well. And I will share some insights on what I think Bitcoin should do so that it offers an equal playing field and could potentially be a world reserve currency. We won't go into details of it because something which I'm working on is extremely comprehensive and would require at least an hour, maybe an hour and a half to go ahead and explain it in detail. In today's episode, we will also discuss how the dip in market is attracting billionaires and Kevin O'Leary, uh, who was the host of uh, the Shark Tank, he's also on the hunt to purchase more Bitcoin and what happens to poor people, let's say in Africa, in, in India, in Bangladesh, who cannot afford Bitcoin, let alone at $19,000, even $10,000, as a matter of fact, even $500 or $200 per Bitcoin is extremely expensive. And uh, since the crash, President Nayib Bukele has also said something positive for Bitcoin investors. He has asked them to be patient. So we just got to briefly talk about that in today's episode. Regarding UAE, I have two news as well. The first one is Dubai-based crypto trading platform Billium is planning to launch a crypto trading function. Now, when I did research about them, I was unable to find out more information in terms of, you know, who the founders are, the founding partners, LinkedIn profile, could not get a lot of information. So we're going to explore that in today's episode as well. The second news is about FDFT Capital and they have partnered with Gulf News. And they have an event later on in the month called as the Web3 Decode event. So we'll be exploring that in today's episode. So welcome everyone. It's Atim here in Dubai. 
You're listening to Crypto and Coffee at Eight, where we cover topics and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse as well. How the series of episodes on the Crypto and Coffee at Eight works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the crypto world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions from 8.30am to 9am Gulf Standard Time from the crypto world. Every Fridays at 8am Gulf Standard Time, we have an episode called as Metaverse Everything where we focus solely on Metaverse. So check out those episodes as well. The format for Metaverse Everything podcast is completely different. And what I tend to do is I publish a weekly report on my LinkedIn profile. And you'll find the LinkedIn profile on my show notes below. Alternatively, you can go to the Medium blog page and type in Blockchain DXP and you'll get all the information there as well. So, let's kickstart today's episode. So welcome everyone, it's 20th of June 2022. And we definitely are in a bearish market. The global crypto market is $903 billion, a 9.27% increase over the last day. The global crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is $81.51 billion. Now, if you look at the global crypto market at one point of time, only the market cap of Bitcoin was well over the $1.3 trillion mark. And today, the entire global crypto market is down to $903 billion, so definitely not looking good. So the global crypto market volume the last 24 hours has definitely been down since the last 24 hours. The total volume in DeFi is down to $5.92 billion. Remember guys, in 2021 and early 2020, the total volume of DeFi used to hover around 16 to $18 billion. Today, it is one quarter of that and down to $5.92 billion. DeFi accounts for 7.26% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. The volume of stablecoins is at $70.34 billion. Now, the volume of stablecoin does look relatively less. You need to remember this is purely because it is the weekend in most part of the world. Now, what I tend to do is on the 20th of June, early Monday morning, is when I write these articles and at that point of time it is still weekend in most part of the world, let's say in US and Canada. That's one of the reasons why the volume of stablecoins is relatively low. Stablecoin still accounts for 86.30% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. The king of all kings, Bitcoin. The price of Bitcoin is $20,656. Now this is what happened just a few hours ago. The price of Bitcoin did actually fall down. It went down to $19,000. But just in a matter of two hours, the price of Bitcoin did actually pump. So the price of Bitcoin as of 2.30 a.m. on 20th of June is $20,656. It'll be really interesting to see what the price of Bitcoin is tomorrow. Now, since the last 24 hours, it is up by 8.57%. Since the last seven days, it is down by 24.23%. Ethereum, the first world computer, the price is $1,140. And it is also up, and this has just happened in the last two hours, it is up by 17.23%. And 
and since the last 7 days it is still down by minus 22.39%. Binance coin is at $215 and that is also up since the last 24 hours by 8.40% and since the last 7 days it's down by minus 17.16%. It'll be really interesting to see the price of all of these cryptocurrencies in the next 24 hours that is on the 21st of June. I'm hoping or I wouldn't say hoping but I'm expecting the price to be much lower than what it currently is. So the first half of 2022 has definitely not been great for Bitcoin and most of the other cryptocurrencies. What has happened in the month of May was the Terra Luna collapse. So right now we are on the verge of essentially three things that is Terra Luna collapse, Celsius is on the verge of being collapsed and surprisingly three Arrow Capital is limited as well. Domino effect of Terra Luna is absolutely unfathomable. Let's start with Terra Luna's now. There is a report which is uh, done by Uppsala Security and they published this report via Medium and it says that most likely the whole Terra Luna collapse could have been an insider job. So the post is called as Debunking the Lunatic Conspiracy. So the entire article is divided into two parts, that is part 1 and part 2. Part 1 is which the area which has a lot of critical information because it uncovers the mysterious Wallet A. And the mysterious Wallet A was notoriously known for creating chaos in Terra Luna community and a series of on-chain data unveiled evidence that points to the fact that Wallet A, the key account that has been highlighted as the main culprit of Terra Luna and it shows that how Terra Luna or members from Terra Luna were holding Wallet A address and the part 2 focuses on the flow of funds. So go through Medium blog page and type in Debunking the Lunatic Conspiracy. It gives you a very good explanation. Now Laura Shin, the host of Unchained Podcast, I believe she just might be in the top 3 podcasters from the cryptocurrency space of all time. She has an excellent podcast with Alta Andoni, who is from Ava Labs and Ari Redbone from TRM Labs, where they discuss the legal issues surrounding Terra Luna. Because of that, there's also going to be regulations which are being placed on stable coins. Now, during that episode, some there's some really interesting information that they talked about. One of them that they mentioned was that let's say if there is a stable coin which is outside of United States of America and if they are pegged to the US dollar. Because they are pegged to the US dollar, they would still fall under the jurisdiction of America. So really, really interesting information. And uh, it's a really short and sweet uh, episode. I'm hoping that they have a couple of series. You know, it would be a really great idea if uh, Laura Shin has a series of episodes focusing only on stable coins. Because personally, I think stable coins are the future of cryptocurrencies and with central bank digital currencies they would definitely play a massive role. And because of Terra Luna's collapse, Celsius Network is also in some trouble. And Celsius Network, a couple of days ago, they had mentioned that they're going to be having an Ask Me Anything session. Now, surprise, surprise, on YouTube, Alex Mashensky literally posted a 13-second video, just a 13-second video, stating that there will be no Ask Me Anything series. This is extremely unprofessional but at the same time it could also be because of legal reasons why they cancelled the ask me anything session because uh, i'm not sure how the law works in the us but anything that you say could work against you as well 
that's one of the reasons and could be because of legal reasons they actually went ahead and cancelled uh, the ask me anything session now simon dixon who is the ceo and co-founder of bank of the future he is working something with celsius network and most likely tomorrow a blog would be put out explaining what celsius network will be doing so i'll try to cover that in tomorrow's episodes now going back to three arrow capital three arrow capital limited they are in bit of a drama and there are speculations that uh, it considers asset sales for a bailout now this article is put up in wall street journal what the article states is that three arrow capital limited have also hired a legal and financial advisors to help work out a solution for its investors and lenders as i understand three arrow capital i believe they have 10 billion or 18 billion dollars assets uh, i'm talking about crypto assets that they manage so you know this is definitely a massive situation that looks like after suffering heavy losses that is one of the reasons why three arrow capitals has decided to take that move and three arrow capitals i think they have moved the headquarters in dubai as well so it'll be really interesting to see how the entire narrative of terra luna celsius network and three arrow capital plays out and there's another online uh, website called as the block the block has reported that three arrow capital positions have been liquidated by ftx exchange deribit and bitmex and three arrow capital has failed to meet their margin calls so again you know they always have a domino effect so terra luna's collapse has an impact on celsius network has a massive impact on three arrows capital and i'm pretty much sure there are at least 10 to 12 other projects that would be having an impact because of terra luna the terra luna's downfall was roughly around 45 to 50 billion dollars but the domino effect could be well between 300 to 400 billion dollars and currently if you look at the bitcoin fear and greed index is down to 6 now i must admit that this might be the very first time i'm looking at the fear index to 6 which means that it is extremely extremely fearful situation and the bitcoin market cap just the bitcoin market cap is well below the 370 billion dollar mark again couple of years ago rather less than 2 years ago only the market cap of bitcoin was around 1.3 trillion dollars so looks like 1 trillion dollars has been wiped off only from bitcoin so imagine the domino effect that has on other projects on another banking institutions as well and again guys one thing which we have mentioned several times bitcoin price predictions or 100% right 50% of the time now surprisingly litecoin which is often called as uh, the elder brother the younger brother of bitcoin is up by 21% so i'm not really sure what is going on with litecoin so i'm definitely going to be researching that after i record this podcast two questions what i'd like you to ponder for this next week is when it comes to money would you trust politicians or billionaires with concentration of bitcoin among let's say early adopters billionaires multimillionaires it is extremely difficult to trust what bitcoin is and one thing which i mentioned i believe in last week's podcast was that it is great that bitcoin is not a world reserve currency because right now the accumulation of bitcoin is among early adopters billionaires and multimillionaires so who would you prefer to have 
control over your money? Would it be politicians or would it be billionaires, multimillionaires? Personally, both of them are equally bad. Now, we at Blockchain DXP, we have few suggestions on how Bitcoin could play an equal playing field. And this is something which Bitcoin maximalists would absolutely hate. One of the things which I tend to propose is the supply of Bitcoin needs to be increased. Now, I'm unsure as to what should the amount be. One thing which I keep preaching about is the Bitcoin's supply is fixed. And because Bitcoin supply is fixed, that's the reason why the demand keeps fluctuating. But 21 Bitcoin supply is really, really less. But what if you were to increase the Bitcoin supply? This can be done only by having a fork of Bitcoin. So the first stage would be to have a fork of Bitcoin. With the new Bitcoin, increase the supply of Bitcoin. I'm unsure as to what should be the new supply amount should be, but that should be fixed. But instead of having, let's say, 21 million, maybe it should be 40 billion or 400 billion. I'm not sure. What we can do is that with the new of our supply, 20% or an X percentage of that can be given to each and every citizen of the earth. It kind of work like universal basic incomes. At this point of time, I'm thinking maybe 20% should be given to each and every person. Again, there are quite a lot of challenges in terms of how would you ensure that each and everyone gets it? Because corrupt politicians, let's say in India, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, they would ensure that those people don't get it and they would get it instead. But still, it's just at an idea stage. And then you go ahead and try to manage the whole demand and supply. Now, with that, the price of Bitcoin will fall down. It will not be, let's say, $20,000. But that is what provides an equal playing field, which means someone, let's say, in India is in a position to buy Bitcoin. Someone in Africa is in a position to go ahead and buy Bitcoin and utilize it. And at the same time, it does become a, an area where each and every individual can actually use Bitcoin as a medium of exchange. Because right now, the price of Bitcoin is extremely high and it has become a ploy for billionaires and multimillionaires to go ahead and acquire them. And that is what precisely Kevin O'Leary, who is a multi-billionaire, a former host of Shark Tank, in an interview with Business Insider has said, he is buying more Bitcoin and Ethereum during the dip. So definitely a bargain, you know, if you're a billionaire or a multi-millionaire. How about people from underdeveloped nations who are struggling with economies and individuals who are unable to buy even one-tenth or one-eighth of a Bitcoin? Again, what was the purpose of Bitcoin's innovation? It was started as a movement towards separation of money and the state. But looks like the role of the state has been replaced by billionaires, multi-millionaires. Since the price of Bitcoin has gone down, El Salvador is in some trouble. President Nayib Bukele did buy most of the Bitcoin when the price of was over $40,000. Since the price has gone down, President Nayib Bukele on Twitter has advised people to be patient. And uh, he said that uh, my message to all investors of Bitcoin is that patience is the key. So it will be really interesting to see how Bitcoin plays out during the times of recession and uh, as we are facing inflation right now and deglobalization in the next coming months and years, Bitcoin needs to play a very pivotal role. Moving on to news about UAE. The first news is about a Dubai-based crypto trading platform called Billion, and they plan to launch a copy trading function. So the website is www.billion.com. It's B for Bravo, I for India, L for Larry, L for Larry. I for India, U for Umbrella, M for Mother. 
So a crypt, it is a cryptocurrency exchange of a new generation, and all rights are reserved to Billium Limited, which is from Istanbul, Turkey. But the payment processing is carried out by Billium LLC Dubai. If you go through the website, they have the license number as well. So it does seem like a very legitimate project. And on the 10th of June of this month, they had a really important update. What the update was that they switched deposit and withdrawals from USDT to USDC. This is a brilliant move and I'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Billium was formed in 2022, most likely. Again, you know, there's not much information on the LinkedIn profile, not much information on the website, and I'm unable to find out information about the founding members or team members who are involved in this cryptocurrency exchange. So not much information available at this point of time. The information I got is via Coin Telegraph. What it says is that the Dubai-based crypto trading platform plans to launch a copy trading function and it will be called as Billion Copy Trading Service, may be best defined as mutually beneficial product offering for all parties involved because beginners benefit from professionals who are more likely to partake in a profitable trades. Currently, the platform is presently in beta testing. However, there are several reports which indicate that the platform is almost finished and once complete, will reportedly provide a one-of-a-kind experience for anyone to use it. So what it will do is it will connect traders at all levels, that is from newbies to seasoned veterans. Currently, when you go through the website, it shows that they currently offer Bitcoin, Ethereum, and they used to offer Tether USDT, but they have switched from Tether USDT to USDC. Now, personally, I think this is a brilliant move. In case you don't know, both USDT and USDC are stable coins. Tether USDT is notoriously known for not having reserves, so I'm very much skeptical when it comes to Tether USDT. USDC, on the other hand, is relatively much better in the sense that they are relatively open source. You can look at how much of the reserve that they have and it is backed by Circle and Coinbase. Also, if you look at the market cap between USDT and USDC, at one point of time, the difference was huge, but USDC's market cap is around $54 billion and USDC's market cap is $62 billion. So USDC is definitely gaining a lot of momentum. Now, some features of Billium is that it desires to be a driving force behind improving copy trading as well as digital trading in general within the UAE and beyond and it offers both spot as well as margin trading products. So Billium's new platform connects traders of all levels whether they are new to the industry or seasoned veterans thereby they are creating a platform where everyone can succeed. So I'm not sure if you guys are into trading and if copy trading is something that you think you're comfortable with most likely this could be an ideal platform but once again i'm unable to find out absolutely any information about them the next news is about ftft capital ftft capital has partnered with gulf news gulf news is one of the leading newspapers in uae and they have an event called as web 33 code event so ftft capital is revolutionizing fintech and driving the fintech revolution by creating innovative blockchain-empowered digital payment solutions. I've covered FTFT Capital, I believe, twice or thrice in the past. And FTFT Capital Investment is a UAE-based financial technology company investing in blockchain technology companies, a subsidiary 
of the New York-based fintech giant, the Future Fintech Giant Incorporated listed on NASDAQ and FDFT Capital Investments was founded last year in 2021 with its headquarters in Dubai. The fintech holding company has embarked on an adventure to pursue investments in various fintech subsidiaries by introducing its unconventional technology and expertise to drive innovation and growth in the digital payment ecosystem. So they have a two-day event on the 25th and 26th of this month. It is at the Grand Hyatt Dubai. And FDFD Capital and Gulf News have partnered to create this event called as Web3 Decode event. The event is organized to explore the next evolution of the internet. So this event will create awareness of the world's innovative technologies. Gulf News will also launch its NFT at the event, comprising digitized version of their exclusive collection. Definitely looks like an interesting project, but I think it's focusing more on Web3 and NFT. Expert industry speakers will discuss Web 3.0, NFT projects, investments and blockchain principles and opportunities will also be available. The event will feature NFT drops, unique NFT art collections, artists providing insights into collections and presentation of the metaverse. They also have a thing called as BMT, that is Beat My Team. It is a card collecting football game. So that will be really interesting to watch. Also, Das Systems intends to showcase its premium art NFT metaverse. So go through Das Systems. They have quite a lot of premium digital art, authentic artworks. It mentions 8K and something which it mentions is 40K. I'm not sure 40K is a resolution or something which I'm completely unaware of what that is. And they also have NFT rentals and digital art streaming services. I'm not sure what NFT rentals are. Does this mean that the NFT can be rented for a particular period of time and maybe you can utilize that for advertisements maybe at social media or something? That would be a really interesting and cool idea. So the event concludes with a gala dinner. It is the region's first Web3 Awards, the Gulf News NFT Awards. And they also have a startup contest. Entrepreneurs can network through competing and exhibiting. Ola Lin the Chief Strategy Officer of FDFD Group and the CEO of the and Director of FDFD Capital said, Collaborating with Gulf News on this event will straighten our shared commitment to the dissemination and promotion of the world's latest technologies in the field of Web3s, NFTs and Metaverse so people can gain the experience, access new opportunities for entrepreneurship and investment. So this will definitely be a really interesting event but looks like it's focusing on NFTs and with the price falling down, I really am not sure if this would be the right time. And again, it focuses on Web 3.0. I'm not entirely sure if that is you know, something which should materialize. One thing which I've been telling my relatives and friends who are getting involved into the blockchain space is Web 3 just looks like a new marketing ploy to get funds from venture capitals and hedge funds to invest into your products. So that's for today, guys, from the Crypto and Coffee Take from Blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. You can also check out my website that is www.blockchaindxb.com. You can also check out my other website that is area2071.com that focuses on metaverse. If you like listening to this podcast, 
please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. Now for the next 30 minutes it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So let's kick start with today's episode. Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DXP. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. Remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And how the series of episodes on the Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is we usually cover some top major breaking news from the crypto world, followed by two news and information related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East from the crypto world. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series that you're listening to right now, where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. I have a question by Iqbal who asks, where is the best place to look at the price for crypto? Iqbal, this is an excellent question. What I tend to do is I tend to look at two websites when I prepare for my podcast. The first one is I look at coinmarketcap.com. Now, coinmarketcap.com is purchased by Binance. And most of the guys who I know, they look at coinmarketcap. But lately, they've been having some problems in terms of updating real-time information. Last quarter of 2021, they had a lot of problems in terms of updating information real-time. Even a couple of months ago, CoinMarketCap was not updating information at the right time. So what I tend to do is I look at CoinMarketCap and then I quickly compare it with another website that is CoinGecko. Now if you look at the price, they differ quite a lot. If you look at uh, the number of cryptocurrencies in CoinMarketCap, it shows as 19,000. 900 different types of cryptocurrencies, but in Coin Gecko, it shows somewhere between 12,000 to 15,000 different types of cryptocurrencies. Nonetheless, both of them are relatively good in comparison, let's say, to CoinGeek.com, or you can also look at Cointelegraph.com. You can also, let's say, look at Bitcoin.com. Personally, I look at CoinMarketCap.com and I quickly compare it with CoinGecko.com. But Iqbal, what I would recommend you to do is, if you are looking at price, the best place to look at is cryptocurrency exchanges. And depending on where you are located, look at the exchange which is definitely regulated. They would give you the best and the most relevant price. If you are into trading, you look at the cryptocurrency exchange because coin market cap sometimes you know does not get updated real time and it does take a lot of time. The same thing with coin gecko as well. So cryptocurrency exchanges will be ideal if you are into trading. You can also look at Google. Google is also does provide you with a really good indicator and it does get updated real time. But again, Iqbal, you know, one thing which I tell everyone, rather than looking at the price, try to understand the technology. Needless to say that, you know, you ask me this question and you're thinking of buying Bitcoin. One thing which I tell my colleagues and all of my friends, you don't necessarily have to buy cryptocurrency. You can also start accepting cryptocurrencies and bitcoin as a form of payment and if you are still interested in buying i would recommend to focus on the fundamentals 
of a crypto project. And if you are going to trade, even then, try to understand the fundamentals of the crypto project. And then you may want to look at, you know, your technical analysis, that is your graphs and stuff. And uh, what I tend to do about my podcast is every Tuesdays, I look at technical analysis. So I look at Glassnode, which publishes a weekly report every month, and also CoinShares, but they publish a blog. James Butterfield, who is, I believe, the CTO, he publishes a report via Medium blog. So I look at that as well. So those are the two sources. So what I tend to do, Iqbal, is look at CoinMarketCap and I immediately look at CoinGecko. I compare it. You can also look at CoinGeek.com. You can look at Cointelegraph, CoinDesk, Bitcoin.com. These are the famous ones. You can also look at Blockchain.com. You can also look at Bitcoin.com. But the best thing is look at your cryptocurrency exchange where you are located. That will give you the most updated and relevant information. So that's all for today, guys, from the Ask Me Anything series. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com. You can also check out my website that is www.blockchaindxp.com. You can also check out my other website that is area2071.com where we talk everything about Metaverse. If you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5-star rating and share the word across. And remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover topics and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. How the series of episodes in the Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is we usually cover topics and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies and some major breaking news. Occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the crypto world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. This is followed by the Ask Me Anything series that you're listening to right now, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. Thanks so much for listening guys and have a great day. Bye bye.